0: Now, here's Frank, Scott, Chris, and Adam. We
1: mentioned the stove was hot on Thursday's podcast, but things are really picking up. Welcome to an emergency edition of Fantasy Baseball Today, recording late Friday night, January 29th. Frank Stanfield and Scott White here to talk Arenado. Nolan Arenado reportedly to the Cardinals and to a lesser extent, Eddie Rosario signing with Cleveland. All right, so here's the deal. The Cardinals and Rockies have agreed to... Uh, a deal that would send Arenado to St. Louis. What's rumored to be for pitcher Austin Gomber, and at least two prospects were named outfielder John Torres... Not sure if I'm saying his name right, but top 10 in the Cardinals organization, and then a first baseman, Lucan Baker, who was a top 30 prospect for the Cardinals as well. Again, this trade is not official yet because there's lots of money changing hands. Plus, Arenado has a no trade clause that he needs to sign off on. So if you're listening to this over the weekend at any point, Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, Sunday, whenever, uh, things may have changed. But this is obviously a huge trade, so we just wanted to give you our thoughts on it in case it actually does go through. So, Scott, the biggest question that will be on everybody's mind is how will Nolan Arenado perform outside of Coors Field? What are we doing with Nolan Arenado? How far would he drop down if this trade actually does go through?
0: So, his value is already at, I won't say an all-time low, but the lowest it's been in a long time, right? Typically going in the third round when he's been a lock in the first round for a long time, a long time. One of the steadiest performers in fantasy baseball. Uh, Now, the reason he was going, he, he had dropped to that point in the third round is because, well, he had a down year. But, you know, all the usual small sample size caveats apply. He was dealing with a shoulder issue, I believe it was, for much of the year. So, you know, I was seeing him as a good value in the third round. Now that he won't be calling calling Colorado home, at least it's looking that way, um... Well, I think the first place you look is the home away splits, right? For his career, he's been a 322 hitter with a 985 OPS at home. That sounds like, you know, really good version of Arenado, right? On the road, 263 with a 793 OPS. Eek. So what would that be? That would be like, I don't know what J.D. Davis was last year. It would definitely <laughs> not be uh, an early round player. But of course, it's not as simple as just Nolan Arenado is now who he's always been on the road, because it, it, there's 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 something that happens with Rockies hitters, um, like a come down effect when they leave Coors Field, and, and of course, it's not reasonable to expect player stats to be even home in a way. Anyway, that's just not it's not a super common thing, no matter where the player's playing. Um, you know, we have Matt holiday. We can look to as an example who it seemed like he was just going to, if you looked at his road stats, when he left Colorado, it seemed like he'd be a dud and he wasn't, he went to the Cardinals as a matter of fact, with a layover in Oakland first, not very long there. Uh, and he was still a stud with the Cardinals. He wasn't who he was with the Rockies, but he was still a stud. It was more like a second, third, fourth round type as opposed to a first round type. So maybe that's what we're looking at with Arenado. That that's probably what I'd say, if not for the fact that we had already downgraded Arenado and you know he he dealt with that shoulder injury last year. And there were already questions there before this trade even happened. So I know that's a rambling answer without um a clear conclusion. But I, I think the long and short of it is I'm not that likely to draft Arenado just because. There's it's too much uncertainty for what's going to be, still, I'm pretty confident he's still going to be an early round pick.
1: I will say, regarding Arenado, I think people were already baking the possibility of him being traded into his draft price. I think that, along with the shoulder injury that he suffered from last year, which hurt the numbers, as you mentioned, those were the reasons why we were seeing Arenado consistently being drafted in the third round, at least of 12 team leagues. The ADP right now, I believe, is... 29. Yes, 29 overall according to fantasy pros. And you referenced Matt Holliday while he was still in his prime. I looked this up just before we started here. Uh, the first four seasons he was with the Cardinals, he batted 301 with that with the team with an 897 OPS that's still a really, really damn good player. Uh, DJ LeMahieu. we can look at what he's done, obviously going from one great hitter's park in Coors Field to another great hitter's park in Yankee Stadium, but since he's joined the Yankees, a 335 batting average and a 920 OPS. The point of the matter is, Arenado is still a really, really good player, so I think that we're going to see the numbers drop. Is he going to be a near 900 OPS bat? Maybe not, but hitters typically do play better at home versus the road no matter what team you look at. Obviously, it's exorbitant when it comes to the Rockies players. But I think Arenado probably settles in somewhere as like an 850, 860 OPS bat, which is still really good. Uh, so Scott, I'll just ask you, regarding the third base position, uh, how far at all if are, are you going to drop Nolan Arenado if the trade actually does go through? He's the fourth mm-hmm. third baseman off the board. Mentioned the ADP at 29. Would you drop him uh, behind... Rendon and I think you already had him behind Bregman. Would you drop him behind Devers? Are we going that far? Devers ADP is at 42. So are are we thinking that range for and for Nolan Arenado?
0: I think I already had Arenado behind. Oh, you know what? I have my points league rankings opened up here. Okay, so yeah, I think it's pretty easy to drop Arenado behind Rendon regardless of format because I had them virtually even anyway. Agreed. Yeah, Devers Devers is the question. And I feel more secure with Devers right now than I do with Arenado, personally. I, there, there's a big drop-off after Devers. You know, I actually had Devers in kind of a tier unto himself after Arenado, Bregman, and Rendon. Um, but I think... The bigger drop off is after Devers because I go from Devers and then, uh, in terms of, in terms of a uh, salary cap value, uh, let me let me pull it up in five by five leagues. In terms of that, okay, so yeah, Devers I have a twenty four, and then Kevin Biggio at seventeen, so a big dip there. And I feel like that is the more appropriate place to slot Arenado, where I'm I'm honestly going to feel comfortable drafting him. It would be after Devers. It wouldn't be before him. and um maybe i'll maybe I'll end up with my fair share of him because i I don't know how the rest of the fantasy playing world's going to react to this. They might they might totally tank him in the rankings. Arenado. I, I don't know. I don't know but I, I I can feel comfortable saying that once Devers is gone, if Arenado's still there that's when I'm going to be excited to swoop in and take him. So we'll see. I mean, it might be a situation like with uh, the example I use a lot is Clayton Kershaw two years ago where I had him as a bust, but it's but then he suffered like a shoulder thing in spring training that didn't seem too serious, but suddenly nobody would touch him. And so I ended up with a lot of shares of Clayton Kershaw that year and he ended up having a great year. So I, I could see that happening too with Arenado. If it, if this deal just scares everybody away, which it has the potential to do. I don't want to overstate how much you should downgrade him, but I'm definitely less comfortable drafting him now than I was with him on the Rockies.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, you. I think you have to unquestionably drop him behind Bregman, drop him behind Anthony Rendon. Uh, I think he's right in that same range as Rafael Devers. I would still take Arenado ahead of Devers, but I understand uh, why somebody would want Devers over him. Uh, he's not changing venues. He's not, uh, you know, joining a new team or anything. He has Alex Cora coming back. So there's still a lot to like about Rafael Devers, but I think that's the right range. I think we see Rendon drop at least around. But if he goes too far, I agree. Um, he could potentially become a discount. According to Bob Nightingale, the Rockies will now turn their attention to locking up Trevor Story long-term to an extension, which is exactly what you want to hear if you have him in Dynasty. But Scott, I did just want to ask you, for this season, should we be downgrading Trevor Story at all? Uh, Just because there likely will be less counting stats. Um, He had just 28 RBI in 59 games last season in 2020. That is a 71 RBI pace over 150 games you currently have Story as your number nine player in Roto. Would you downgrade him at all?
0: I would not, no. I mean, he seems of the stature that I'm not really that concerned with his supporting cast. Now, I mean, if they don't lock him up to a long term deal, do the Rockies then shop Trevor Story? And does, does he wind up leaving Colorado? Because I think I'd actually worry about him more, even more than, uh, than Arenado away from Coors Field. Maybe not. I'd have to look at that more. But yeah, no, I'm I'm not downgrading Trevor's story because of the Arenado move. Okay. That's the end of the sentence.
1: <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't tell if that was the <laughs> end of the sentence. Um, I'll just ask, how does this affect the rest of the Rockies, the biggest winners? Scott. Scott, I'm doing, if If you're watching on video, I'm doing a little arm nudge thing. Garrett Hampson, is he back in the mix? Uh, there's Hampson, there's Ryan McMahon, Brendan Rodgers. There were three names that stood out to me that uh, potentially see an upgrade here in value with Arenado being traded.
0: Yeah. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, I think is probably the one they're going to be most anxious to get in the lineup who wasn't already poised to get a lot of at bats. Like Hampson was going to get at bats. It it may not have been an everyday role. It may not have been a fixed position, but he was going to get starts all over the place and play a lot. Um, so I don't, I don't know that I, I think they prefer to keep him in that super utility role actually, but now you look at it and Okay, so you, you slot Rodgers at third base, I guess. McMahon seems like a first base. I don't know, they have Josh Fuentes there, but I, he doesn't seem like somebody they really need to give regular bats to. So, McMahon at first, Rodgers at third, Story at short. Uh, well, maybe Hampson does end up getting most of the starts at second base. Is there anybody I'm missing? Yeah. Uh, you know, McMahon could obviously still play second base if they wanted to give Ian Desmond time. Or maybe they are more interested in Josh Fuentes than I think they should be. But I, I think no matter how it ends up playing out, who ends up playing where, it's good news for Hampson. And it might be really good news for Brendan Rodgers.
1: Yeah, Rogers was the one that really stood out to me. So if anyone's doing early drafts, I know his ADP is basically non-existent. I mean, you can get yeah, him... The- very like he might trips. he
0: might be um, the perfect example of a post-type sleeper. The quintessential post-type sleeper. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Brendan Rodgers,
1: former first-round pick, the ADP right now, 490.5, has dealt with a lot of injuries the past couple of seasons. Hasn't really been given a fair opportunity with the Rockies yet, but maybe they're turning in that direction with this trade of reported trade of Nolan Arenado. On the Cardinals' side of things, it seems like Matt Carpenter would likely head to the bench and value up for Paul Goldschmidt, Paul DeYoung, Dylan Carlson. What do you think about that, Scott?
0: Yeah, that lineup is looking pretty good all of a sudden, right? Nolan wow. Arenado, <laughs> a, you know, a perennial MVP
1: candidate, will help. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. We don't know what how, how close he'll be to being Nolan Arenado, but he should... Definitely be an upgrade from uh, what they had there with Matt Carpenter. Yeah, there's there's really not a place for Matt Carpenter, right? And uh, are they going to try him again at second base? There's there's nowhere for Matt Carpenter to play. They don't have the DH in the NL this year. Uh, as of I now, think,
1: as of now, that could change. But I think if there
0: were a DH, yeah. it's probably Carpenter. But without um, one, he's probably squeezed. I'm feeling pretty pessimistic about the DH and the NL at this point. Okay. So, yeah, I think... And look, Carpenter's not... Nobody was really targeting Carpenter as a sleeper or anything this year. I think we all saw the direction this was going, but it appears to be there now. It appears to be there now. I don't know. Maybe they'll open the door to him playing some second again. Uh, Tommy Edmond, I feel like, would get the majority of the starts there. Colton Wong's out of the picture. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's... I, I I think I think the biggest impact on the Cardinals lineup is just Matt Carpenter is Dunzo.
1: Yeah. Tommy Edmond is a name that we should probably talk more about over the next couple of weeks, because if he's leading off for this lineup with uh, Dion, Goldschmidt, Arenado and Dylan Carlson potentially behind him, could score a lot of runs. And of course, steal your double digit bags as well. To a much lesser extent, Eddie Rosario signs with Cleveland on a one year, eight million dollar deal immediately helps the lineup that was desperate in need of it. Uh, remains in the American League Central as well, so he's familiar with a lot of the pitchers there. 96 home runs since the start of 2017 for Rosario, 16th among outfielders during that span. Uh, He finished as the 14th best outfielder in Roto in 2019, the 19th best outfielder in head-to-head points leagues in that uh, that year, he's just he's better in roto because he hasn't walked very much. Again, this is Eddie Rosario. Um, but what do you think about this move, Scott, for for Rosario joining Cleveland? And does it make you feel any better about Jose Ramirez?
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't really worried about Jose Ramirez, but obviously having a second bat that can be counted upon in that lineup helps. And Eddie. Well, Steady Eddie, I guess, is what... You, he's been very steady. He actually he, has. He That's is a fitting, very... fitting name. Uh, you know, batting average is going to be there. You know, the power is going to be in between 25, 30 home runs, probably over a full season. You know, not a high on-base guy, but a really solid offensive player. And I was actually looking at his ballpark breakdown over his career. Um, there are... Three parks where he has a career OPS over 1,000. One of those parks, he only has 11 at-bats. One of those parks, he only has 24 at-bats. In one of those parks, he has 170 at-bats, and that park is Progressive Field, which he will now be calling home. 353 batting average, 11 home runs, 1031 OPS there for Eddie Rosario in his career. (laughs)
1: <laughs> and you know what's especially interesting about that, Scott, is that he was likely going up against some of the best pitchers in the league, right? Because that means he was going up against Kluber and, and Bieber, and a lot of those. I mean, Cleveland always
0: has a good rotation, so that's a yeah. good stat. It's interesting that it it is interesting. Now, I, I guess if we're we're saying it's not as simple as applying. Nolan Arenado's road stats in his move to uh, St. Louis. You know, obviously, Eddie Rosario is not going to be a 353 hitter with a 1031 OPS, but it's not going to hurt him. That venue change is is my point, I guess. And um, I think uh, now that we know what he's calling home, we're going to see his draft stock rise. Uh, probably should be right on the border of a top 30 outfielder. Mm.
1: So the ADP potentially rising right now. It is 110 for one Eddie Rosario. Going just ahead of him is Giancarlo Stanton, Scott. Stanton
0: or Rosario? Well, Stanton, but you know, there, there may, he, Stanton, he may get squeezed because of a DH-only status there. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, all things being equal, Stanton.
1: How about Rosario versus
0: Jeff McNeil? Well, if we're taking position context out of it, probably Rosario. But, you know, you might need a second baseman more. Yeah, I think it probably comes down
1: to what you need at that point in the draft. If you want batting right. average and about 20 home runs, I think McNeil is your guy. If you uh, if you need like a 260, 270 guy with uh, 25 well, to 30, that's
0: probably... Well, no, I, I give Eddie Rosario a better batting average than that.
1: Yeah, pro- yeah he's probably close
0: to like 270, 280, right? Yeah, well, his lowest pro- throwing last year out since it was obviously a weird season. Um, he was a two eighty four hitter from his last three full seasons. Eddie Rosario two eighty four.
1: All right, that's uh, that is pretty pretty good. Uh, one more name going about fifteen picks ahead of him right now. How about Rosario versus Lourdes Gurriel?
0: Ooh, I think Rosario.
1: Hmm, man, I. I like Guriel, man. He'll steal a few bags as well. So consider that. But
0: it's close. Uh, yeah, Rosario's going to move up. Let me, let, me see, let me make sure I'm not totally contradicting my rankings <laughs> here. Four. Okay, so I got Guriel 27th in Roto, I got Rosario 33rd. So I don't know. It's close. (laughs) It's It's close. close. Uh, With not wanting to completely redo my rankings based on a knee-jerk response to your question on this podcast, I will say, Guriel.
1: Fair enough. All right, so there you have it. Rosario, stock up, heading to... The Cleveland Indians and Nolan Arenado stock down, reportedly being traded to the St. Louis Cardinals. For Scott, I am Frank. Thank you all for listening and watching this emergency edition of Fantasy Baseball today. Have a fantastic weekend. Bye bye.